Welcome to Have the Edge podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Every week we share content to add value to you and your business. Today we will discuss a topic that you do not want to miss. Your hosts today are experienced coaches, speakers and trainers from Have the Edge. Please check out business services we offer by visiting www.havetheedge.org. Are you an entrepreneur? Visit our website to subscribe to Entrepreneur Space. Let me ask uh, a question. What are the habits of effective leaders? And you see, most people recognize a good leader when they see one, especially if they motivate teams to exceed company goals and create a culture of accomplishment. Performance measurements and outcomes aside, Are there any routines that make someone more likely to be successful? What habits do good leaders follow on a daily basis that separate them from lesser leaders? The first one that I think is the most important one I will mention, uh, and I'm sure you will add yours as well to this list, Alejandro, but planning the night before. Being organized is an essential part of leading others, but... It's not enough to simply have a plan for tackling the year or even the month ahead. Your weekly calendar may have meetings and must-dos planned. You might have to-do lists. But revisiting the steps to getting these done takes these goals from a plan to a reality. And to make this activity a habit, set aside a block of time to plan and adjust your schedule. Then consistently do it each day. It might mean planning your upcoming day the night before. The key here really is to find time that fits your schedule and stick to it. Make it as easy as possible by finding that time that fits your schedule. Successful leaders also take time out of the week to think about medium and long-term goals and the steps actually needed to achieve them. Doing this while outside of the workplace has its own benefits as it's often easier to prioritize to-dos without the constant pull of office demands. Ask yourself questions that clarify your next week's goals, such as, what things do I need to focus on? What do I need to accomplish in the week ahead? Is there anything that no longer makes sense to pursue? What additional resources, if any, should I look to procure before the week begins? And rather than letting the current office situation dictate what's important, set some time aside during the weekend before the work week begins to analyze what is of the highest priority. Get to work early. Now, there are many anecdotal reasons why coming to work early really works. But it's strategically a good move for leaders who want to own their time and get command of their day before the rest of the workplace comes alive with activity. Now, take a few precious minutes to double check your schedule, fill up that coffee mug and set up your workspace. It has an immense psychological benefits. It also shows those you manage that you take your role as a leader really seriously. This time in the morning allows you to check your emails and voice messages to get on top of any developments in your staff, such as sick leave requests or family emergencies. 
Some managers uh, use it to approve budget issues, sign off on paperwork, and review employee surveys and feedback. The time alone is free from distraction and is perfect for churning through short, menial tasks. Making a habit out of showing up early is one of the best ways to inspire others to start doing it as well. Absolutely love this. Another one I will add to the list, it's moving when possible. Leaders in every industry have touted exercise as a way to live healthier, but its role in the workplace has been more visible in recent years. With the embrace of standing desks, bike desks and corporate gyms, leaders now have permission to incorporate movements into their workday. Make a habit of parking further from the front door and taking the stairs instead of the lift. Better still, you can hold one-to-ones with your workers whilst out on a walk around the building. Many of the casual discussions we hold in conference room could easily be done outdoors. Changing environment can actually boost creativity and innovation, which is an unexpected perk. So it's a win-win. Tackling the hard projects first. Now handle the most challenging tasks early in the day while your patience and your focus and energy are at their peak. Procrastination of the things that are least appealing, on the other hand, can add to stress and preoccupy your attention until they are finally and fully resolved. Since you already have your day's to-do list handy and familiar, prioritize those monster projects and stop carrying them over to the next day or even the next week. Accomplishing these larger and more complex tasks uh, is a habit that rewards leaders. It builds momentum to tackle everything the day will throw at them and creates a culture of wins that others in the organization can see and be inspired to imitate. Now, this method is also known as eating the frog, the big frog, due to the concept that you get the big ugly things out of the way before handling more pleasant tasks. Absolutely, I love that concept, eating the big ugly frog first. Another one I would like to add to the list is learning daily. Good leaders love to learn and make daily habit of picking up knowledge, whatever they can. Snagging the latest best-selling book or watching a TED talk are popular and effective ways to add to your knowledge bank. However, something you might not thought about, interpersonal relationships offer a wider range of opportunities and take nothing from the training and development budget. Gleaning wisdom and skills from your team can be as simple as making sure every stakeholder at the table has a few minutes to add their input. Listening, taking notes and asking probing questions also gives you practice in empathy and emotional intelligence or EQ skills, which are highly valuable for leaders. Remember this, effective leadership habits are not the same as the traits of a good leader. Now, while traits are often natural qualities of an individual, 
habits are usually made with considerable amount of effort. It can require many tries to commit a habit to your daily routine, and only after you've become accustomed to doing something regularly can it be considered a true habit. Now, since it can take discipline, focus, and sometimes a bit of stretching outside your comfort zone, building healthy work habits should be managed one at a time. Only after you've mastered your primary habit should you then move on to the next one on your list. Thank you for listening to Have the Edge podcast. Please leave us a rating and a review. Visit our website at www.havetheedge.org to explore our business and entrepreneurial services. If you have any queries, please email info at havetheedge.org And to keep up to date, please follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.